Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. It's the podcast for the week. No live stream because it's my wife's birthday. And uh, four days later is Brian's birthday or Brian's wife's birthday. So uh, we never prepare for this, and uh, this time we did. So instead of just getting no shows and no answers on Wednesday, this is your special episode for the week. We can't take our birthday. We wouldn't take our birthdays off, but you know, wife's birthdays are more important. Unfortunately, for the listener of this show, it is. If you're, oh, no. if you're making a ranking of holidays, we're going to take off. This is at the top. Yeah, this is the number one. I mean, fucking Christmas, which is on a Friday this year. I don't think we'd work Christmas or thank. Well, we would never work a Thanksgiving because we don't work Thursdays. But uh, Christmas and these two days are the two de- Mother's Day. Can't yes, do Mother's. Can't do Mother's Day. Although I think we have. We have done it. Um, and I will never do it again because of what happened afterwards. <laughs> I didn't. I don't get in trouble. My Katie's just like whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you got to go to work. Well, there's also some uh, there's some in law and grandma stuff too that has made Mother's Day kind of uh, cluttered. You know, my, yeah. my wife has had hers taken over a couple of times, especially when we lived in Texas and DC. Like one of the moms would fly out. Yeah. So it's pretty much us, like, driving them around and buying them food and showing them stuff. Way to ruin Mother's Day. Yeah. I mean, it's not your day, but it's like, ah, oh, the in-laws are here? Really? I sound like an old man, but, you know. So when we do these shows, like we did last week, really, or two weeks ago to you... <laughs> People love it when you just bring up the time difference between recording and posting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some of the great stuff that Behind you get scenes. with all podcasts. Yep. <laughs> it's part of the genre, I guess. Well, you're just so in it and then you're then you realize you don't have any understanding of time in the moment. This isn't the time to be doing the schedule or talking about the calendar when no. you're recording is like, uh, uh, I don't know. So what we're doing is we're going to do another video. It's but this isn't a video. This is just a podcast. That's why we didn't put it up to live stream was because it's it's a, just a screen uh with a podcast playing over it and it's something that I've heard a lot about from people. I even read my my job at the cable company was not about to let you watch a video ever. Sure. That would take time away from them giving you jobs to do. <laughs> so uh, uh, I I looked at a, a, a worksheet that they shoved in my mailbox at work <laughs> and said, look at this. We want you to see this. And it's a customer service thing called Give Them the Pickle. Okay. Which this guy picked this just because it's sexy sounding. <laughs> It sounds, um, as a salesperson, you're like, oh, okay, well, I can do that. I thought you were going to say, give them, like, my my respect, but I'll give them a fucking pickle. Give them some shit. No, they just want a pickle. They just want your pickle. When it, is, this, well, was, is this all, was this made at the same time when Dick was like a normal name that hadn't been no. moved over? <laughs> no. Was this when Richards were still called Little Dicky and shit? No, that was my grandpa. Dick. My grandpa's name was Grandpa Dick to me, but to his friends, his name was Little Dick because he was just a small guy. Yeah. South end of Columbus. Yep. That's Dick who you are. didn't mean anything, I guess. Yeah. My grandpa was named Little Dick, and his best friend's name was Slim Jim. And they would fucking go hang out at the horse track got, and gamble every day. They got one penis between them. <laughs> after eating a uh, uh, after eating a fucking bacon sandwich and drinking a, a Milwaukee's Best, they would jump in the car and drive down. Little Dick and Slim Jim would go watch a uh, uh, horse race racing and bet on it so I'm gonna, i should ask my dad I'm that's where i come from you're gonna ask your dad if he's ever heard of i mean there's probably I, let's be honest there's probably 80 people named slim jim that of your course. dad knows but little dick yeah yeah i mean he cool. would remember a guy named little dick yeah and he was just a short little guy with big ears looked like george burns i don't know how i i i mean he's one of my like my grandparents on my mom's side, very proud of them because they are by they are like who 
I ended up being. I wasn't like my dad's parents who were like, my dad's dad is like a get rich quick guy, which I mean, like, did he do it? No, okay. <laughs> he failed at it a bunch, but I have accepted that I'm not ever going to be rich. So I'm not like him. Sure. You know, my grandma was like this. She's in the military. She had all this stuff. You know what I mean? All this like groundbreaking stuff. She was a sweet lady. But then my other grandma, right? Drank a fifth of whiskey every day after after she didn't even work for most of the time I knew her. She just drank it like after like uh, five o'clock. She would be like, I'm going to have two drinks, but it was two half bottles. Yeah, yeah, two half bottles. And then she would just call all of her kids shit face drunk and criticize what they ate for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> old school neat. that's old yeah. school and yeah. then grandpa dick little dick and he was just Ugh, he's just tuna, a fucking bad and peas that sounds terrible that's what she would do that's what she would do like Ugh. my aunt would make this thing called baked steak okay which was like kind of a take on salisbury steak but lazier like like as in like a salisbury steak that the person didn't want to put in the effort the to effort to sear it you know uh, what I mean? Right. <laughs> just bake it. And and she would be like, what are you having for dinner? And my uh, aunt would be like, oh, we're having baked steak. And she would go, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was very funny. So that's the people I came from. Uh, so let's find out what Give Him the Pickle even is. You know, yeah. this is by a guy named Bob Farrell. Uh I, I think he explains who he is and where he's from. I hope. So, uh, yeah. If he's just going to walk up and try to shove his pickle on me. Yeah, yeah. This is jazzy music. Hello. My name is Pamela. I'm your host today, and I'm delighted Hi, to bring Pamela. you the audio version of Give Him the Pickle with Bob Farrell, Gross. a fun, often funny, and sometimes poignant motivational film that has changed the customer service culture in thousands of organizations worldwide. Oh, no. So Not funny. And yeah, that's now it. we know how insidious <laughs> this pickle really is. <laughs> this guy's pickle is going to get us in all kinds of trouble. This pickle has been forced on everybody that you know. <laughs> Sales rooms across the country are planning to give you the pickle. I mean, it is really, this isn't even just sales. This is like all field. I don't, it's, uh, this is, I don't, man, it's so hard to walk this line here. But, uh, I mean, my dad, when he thought it was a deal was bad, he always called it getting fucked in the ass. Yeah. Not, I don't, I don't think that's bad. No. But, you know, old time when Dick wasn't a bad name, you know, that was a bad thing. Yeah. So this is just so close to that to me where I'm just, is he going to play on that? Is this a twist? Does no. he not even know he, that exists? I, I, <laughs> he, he Nobody. knows give him the pickle sounds like fuck him. Right. Right? Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he has to. He never mentions it. He never, he dances around. He doesn't even dance around it. He just is like, give him the pickle. And he's like this. I think he, in his heart of hearts, knows. Like, <laughs> give him the pickle sounds like fucking hide the salami or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? There we go. And when he was coming up with it. He probably also fucking thought, come on. That's it. Like you, me, and you have come, me and you have come up with enough ideas now. Yeah. That when you come up with an idea, you hit it like from every direction to see if what you're saying it can be misinterpreted, yes. fucked up in any way. Uh, if your name is, I don't, I don't fucking know. If you have a name and you're naming a child, and that name, if you had, if your last name was Hunt, you wouldn't name your child Mike, right? Because of we how know. it would come out. Yes, you know what I mean. And you would think that before, right? You would say it, you know, together. You'd say Mike Hunt. Oh. Damn it. That's what that I can't name my kid that. Even if Mike was your dad's fucking name, you can't do it. And that's what I'm saying about giving him the pickle. Bob Farrell sat down and was like, I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna it's gonna be about giving people pickles. I'm I'm guessing so let me let me uh can we can I guess where we're going here? 
Can I, can I try you to can, say? yeah. I think the pickle is f- from the deli. I think that extra pickle costs a nickel, and they think it's worth a quarter. Okay, okay. Hey, you're cl- you are pretty right. Okay, but. It, it it's it's different it's it's but, not exactly that but you're close you're very close it, it, i go let's to, let it explain it because i don't want to give it away i don't want to tell you where like right. you're just like slightly a little bit sure. off i'll let him know? explain to me how wrong i am but last thing also whenever i go to the deli i'm like can i get a pickle and then my wife is like you can give mine to him most people don't like pickles. I, I mean, I don't. It's very rare to find someone that likes pickles. I feel like so. That no, was, I think it's a I think most people like pickles. I don't think they do. I mean, most people. I don't. I like pickles, but I don't like them on my sandwiches. It's like get rid of these pickles on my. What? Where yeah, I won't eat a pickle on a cheeseburger. I won't eat a pickle on a sandwich, but I'll eat a pickle. Like I'll just gnaw on oh, a pickle on the side. Yeah, nice. Pick. I'll eat that. I'll gnaw on a fucking. Do you know what I mean? I'll I'll eat a pickle. I don't care. You know, Gwen for a while, a few months ago in quarantine, was just eating mini cucumbers, like oh yeah, bananas. Yeah, just our, all day. Um, uh, our friends' kids do that too. It weirds me out. Yeah, I mean it's acceptable, but I'm just like I've never seen someone just like hang on to it like that. Yeah, and it's also like. We probably, it's just because when we were kids, we didn't eat fucking vegetables. Like, when I see it, I'm like, shit, when I was a kid, I would have been gnawing on a chocolate something or well, fucking popsicle or something. It's good that they're doing it. There's lots of food, though, that I realized was, like, cucumbers is only slices. It was only slices and or chunks. Slices or, yeah, I guess chunks. I don't know. I cut cucumbers in chunks for a salad the other day and was like, this doesn't seem right. I think it's supposed to be slices. <laughs> you guys fucking cubing it, you know? And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. This soft middle is a little. Um, yeah, also, the only way you're allowed to eat a pickle is totally inedible. Or I'm sorry, a cucumber. You're totally inedible unless you slice off the skin like every quarter. In lines. In lines, every quarter yeah. inch. So you get like a poker chip effect when you cut them up. You eat with your eyes, man. Let's, uh, let's uh, get it. Let's see what Bob's up to. In this podcast, we're going to hear from Bob Farrell, a successful same with entrepreneur. This, hey, and inter- same with this podcast. Well, actually, yeah. in this podcast, hey. you're going to hear this podcast version of Bob Farrell. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. We're going to talk today about a, a, a book that has changed customer service. And we're going to, to talk to the guy that created himself, Bob Farrell. Taking, taking somebody else's podcast. podcast. Remixing. Yeah. It's a mashup. This is Street Fight X Media Partners. Yes. Okay. Street Fight and the Media Partners present yeah. Where's My Pickle? Give now, where's pickle. my pickle? No, it was right here. Where's my it pickle? It rolled across the floor. No, this is give him the pickle. Give him the pickle. It's not where's my pickle. Who moved my pickle? Pickle, pickle. Give him the pickle. We haven't even gotten. This is a twenty-seven minute. (laughs) Oh wait, we gotta go. And we haven't even gotten to Bob Farrell. Pickles. (laughs) I never get to talk about pickles though. This is good. Why like doing stuff like this? I never just get to talk about pickles. Yeah. Drinking the juice. Recognized expert on customer service. Picklebacks. You may yes. be familiar with Bob Farrell's old-fashioned ice cream parlors. Nope. After opening his Not first restaurant in Seattle, Never heard of it. he went on to expand his chain to 150 restaurants without a single failure. Wow. He Bullshit. credits his success wow. to his, his restaurant for serving still the customer open? and giving away pickles. Pickles, you might what? ask. What? With ice cream? Stay tuned is, to find is, out is, what pickles is this have to do with customer service excellence, as well as the four <laughs> things that successful what? companies that and successful employees do to take care of their customers. Is this During this podcast, Bob will be speaking to us from a local restaurant, as well as a conference center, where wow. he shares his story with more than 300 eager pickle givers. Oh my God! See what I'm saying? They know. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Pickle Back when I was in high school, I wanted to be considered My name a pickle is Bob gamer. Farrell. Yeah, what about pickle takers? Like? I don't know. I mean, they're good too. But Pickles. they're not. They're, they're excluded from this conversation. Yeah, because you're supposed to be giving the pickle. They're not talking about the person that takes the pickle. Oh. That's the enemy. Strap on a pickle and give it away. Yeah. 
Lifetime is something I love doing, serving customers. Oh, really? For me, it was ice cream parlors. For you, maybe it's retail, healthcare, finance, etc. Could you have fucking... Whatever we do, we... Could you have recorded this at a place with more people talking, Bob? <laughs> it's only 300. It's not that many. It's only 300 yeah, people. Tell them to shut the F up. You know, they're buzzing. I used to hate it when we were doing, you know, that was one of the live show things when there were a bunch of people talking. It's like, shut, shut up. Well, I talk. Bob Farrell should be like, hey, I fucking talk, not you. Yeah. Okay. Shut it. Remember, our business is not what we sell, it's who we serve. You and I. What? I don't know. It's not what we sell, it's who we serve. Okay, maybe. Also, I'm thinking. I don't think of it. I think of our business as what we sell. <laughs> You're not very successful at business because of that, Brian. I mean, because this outdated mindset. That's we're, true. we're serving people. I don't have pickles. Oh, we're serving them our pickle. Yeah, here. We're in the people business. We take care of people for a living. Hopefully, they leave happier than when they came in. Happy, at least eh? that's what we try for. One of the best things that ever happened to me was to get a letter from a disappointed customer. All right, here we go. Fun. That's his favorite thing, too. He's a real iconoclast, huh? Now we're going to... Well, no, that's one of the best things that are happened to him. Most people like to get the good the good letters from the customers. This guy likes the bad ones. Wow. You know? Wow, this guy's really thinking differently. I fucking hate the bad ones. I'm like, don't hey, if I fuck up, don't even tell me. Just <laughs> yeah, talk to your wife about it or your partner about yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just uh consider me dead and go away. <laughs> it's gonna make me sad. If you tell me what I've done to let you down, you're gonna make me sad. And you need to remember that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's Brian's method. <laughs> Dear Mr. Farrell. I've been coming to your restaurant ever since you opened. I really love the place. Love your ice cream. I love the fun. I love your hamburgers. They're the best. I love the ice cream. Uh, this is a real letter where the guy says, I love the fun. Hey, I'd love to go to your restaurant. One of my favorite things you have there is the fun. Not on the menu, but it's it's there. It's packed into the place. You think his restaurant's fun? Uh, it's an ice cream uh, shop. But ice cream. I mean, I've never really been to like, a fun right let me try to think of a fun there used to not be abundance though i think things used to be fun when it wasn't just like people had dessert every single night people <laughs> have dessert every night of the week <laughs> you can't take food. them out for fucking ice cream yeah you're right i mean i had i had a fucking mellow after i ate dinner and i'm probably have a mellow when i get home <laughs> yeah i had a chocolate chip muffin for breakfast and ice cream for dessert <laughs> i love your pickles they are the best pickle in Seattle. Oh. I always ask for an extra pickle. They always give me one. Okay. Today, Mr. Farrell, I came in, had my usual, asked for an extra pickle from the young waitress. Well, I don't know where she got the idea, but she said, well, I have to sell you a side of pickles for 75 cents. Okay. I mean, that's them's the rules, my, my Bob guy. Bob Farrell said that. Bob Farrell was in charge of that. That is true, too. Bob Farrell said... The motherfucking pickles cost seven. Get, stop giving. He probably came in one morning and fucking called everybody in. And was like, our pickle costs are through the fucking roof. And I'm sick and tired of you. Are you eating pickles? To the staff. He was yeah. like pointing at the stem. Are you eating pickles? What the fuck is wrong with it? Oh, you're handing them out. Oh, this one guy comes in. He eats two pickles. No more. <laughs> that, that was how the pickle conversation actually happened. Most likely. And of course, you know, most people that send angry letters, because this we're talking letters time. Yeah, this is hand, this is maybe typewriter, maybe handwritten. Dearest Bob, <laughs> I went to your restaurant, of which I enjoy the fun and the pickles. Oh, imagine being a guy who, like, gets excited about a pickle. Like, ugh. I am. I can't keep them in my house. Nobody eats them. They go bad. That's the way you're going to run your restaurant, Mr. Farrell. I'm not coming back. Okay. 
okay, you know, if I'm Bob Farrell, I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's like, let me think, you're, life, you're going to be a lifelong customer, you're saying you're coming in once a month, uh, maybe once a week, who knows, 75 cents, I'm losing 75 cents every single time you're in this fucking place. <laughs> you know my pickles. <laughs> now that I'm doing the math here, <laughs> go. It would actually be good for business if you quit coming back, you pickle freeloader. <laughs> That's what Bob Farrell should yeah. have said. <laughs> I don't think he was. I, he probably didn't handle this well immediately. I hey! Know. Oh my God! Absolutely, he read that letter. He was like, "Cram it, dick! We give them everything, <laughs> and they come back for more. The Chiseler's just taking everything they can. Every red cent I got, they want it. <laughs> hey, cram it, picklehead!" <laughs> well, I got that letter, and from an entrepreneur who's just starting on his second store. That hurt. It didn't really hurt. Have you ever received a customer complaint? Yes. You have? I I I gotta say this. And this is just I'm being humble about this. I've never received a customer complaint. Not in my entire life. Not uh, not on any job I ever had. What? Never. Not once. Just that's me. I'm a good employee. I'm one of the top. I thought you meant I we, I've only had, I meant, thought you meant it was street fight. Oh, God, I've received a customer complaint. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know what jobs you were talking about. But I'm even talking, so, about, but I'm lying and even just saying all the jobs. Yeah. Um, customer complaints. I don't, I don't remember any that, st- I can't say there's any that stick out in my mind. I mean, I got a lot of like come into my, at the cable company, because you're spending time with people there too. You're going into their house and. Yeah. You might be there for a half hour, hour, hour and a half or something like that. And I I did get like negative experiences where like I know that like I got, you know, I tracked mud into somebody's house and right. had to go fucking get. I had to face the firing squad for it, you know, get get screamed at by the customer, then the boss, then the boss's boss. And it was like it was like a scandal if you tracked mud into somebody's house. It like right. moved up the ladder. Like that's something your boss's boss's boss would hear about. And you'd be like, why is it that why is this this far into the company? <laughs> you know? Big deal. We give you booties for that. Some customers never complain. Yeah. They never write a letter mm-hmm. or send an email. True. They just don't come back. And those are the good customers. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones that aren't worth your time. <laughs> those are the ones. You don't want to convince someone to be a part of your business because it's going to take a lot of convincing to keep them around. If your ice cream's good enough, people will just keep coming right. to the goddamn restaurant. You don't okay? have to keep telling them that the hamburger is good here. What's that? Hound Dogs Pizza? Uh, now I'm like calling places out. Hound Dogs Pizza got the meanest employees in yes. the whole fucking world. I will get a Hound Dogs Pizza. I still, I'll still go there. Yeah, I don't care. It's like pizza's good. There's place. There's places that take uh, twenty minutes once you go to pick up your like. They make the food when you get there. They're like they'll be ready in forty five minutes, and when you get there, they start making the food. Yeah, <laughs> go to that pizza place once a month. Still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such there. If something tastes good, I will take any. If it's good, if yeah. what you're selling is good, I'll take any amount of abuse. Yeah, I, I always will. I won't like because remember when we quit going to that pizza place because they were fundraising for a cop. Right, right. That shocks my senses more. Right. Than rudeness to me. Yeah. Like, to me personally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. I guess we just have done customer service enough, and I have like completely stripped my brain of like expectations and i'm like i mean this is a person it's a dice roll on what's happening in their life on the day that you meet them i know how different i am day to day oh bob's gonna mention that actually i i i i offer no regular mood or temperament (laughs) you can't no you can't (laughs) offer that no i mean if you're paid enough i guess you know yeah if i was making a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah then i could reasonably tell you that 
I would be in a good. I I could promise you that I would be in a good mood ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, I'd go to the ice cream place. I'd be happy to do ice cream. I'd be handing out pickles to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I can be reasonably sure if I was making a hundred grand a year, I could guarantee you a good mood. I'd be chipper. But less than that, I can't. I can't guarantee you a good mood. I'm sorry. Fucking shit goes wrong in my life. You know? And, I, my, they're about to cancel my insurance. And how many people listening to this right now entered in something wrong in a cash register and lost their fucking job over it? Yeah, I mean... not. I, I don't think they're going to do it over a 75-cent pickle, but this is just the beginning. If you're an employee and you're new, don't don't try anything. I don't. Th- you. Know, I would not test the boundaries of who gets free pickles or not if it's my first week in the restaurant. But this fucking employee can't read minds. This employee doesn't fucking know this guy. This guy comes in once a month. He expects everybody in there to know he's the extra pickle guy. Fuck the fuck him. Actually, and you know what? This has also kind of changed because now every time I order pizza or rest anything, anytime I order anything now, uh, could you put broccoli in that? That's dollar fifty. All right, yeah. fine. Can I, can I get can I get this? That's seventy five cents. I, I mean, I get nickeled and dimed to death on my yeah. stuff. I even like on my Grubhub stuff. I just put please in the in the instructions. I put please make it, and then I put my how I want it done, which I normally do when I'm in there. You know, yeah. Please make it like this. You can charge me whatever you want for extra, and they always send through just like an extra four dollar charge. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this is this. We're in the days of customization and paying for it. Yeah, 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 for sure. I I uh, uh, I I went to Starbucks yesterday. It's freezing cold. I just wanted something warm. I wanted a cafe mocha. I went in there and I ordered the mocha that I like. <laughs> They, I was, they were like, that'll be seven seventy five. Wow. <laughs> because of all the customizations I do to oat milk. Oh, that's an extra this much. Yeah. Two extra shots. That's an extra yeah. this much. It's like, yeah. That letter was a gift. And Bob saw it that way, too. Oh. I wrote him a letter. I said, please, we still get pickles away. Don't you worry about it. Da-da-da. Please come back. Give him a coupon. But what happened is... Coupon. I thank him to this day. Do you? The war cry of our company became, give him the pit. All right. (laughs) There you go. It's okay. It makes sense. I get it. I I mean, also, sometimes uh, when I do the orders for for the show... I will just grab like fistfuls of stuff and throw it in there Mm -hmm. because I know it costs nothing. Like I can look at the stuff and I'm like, that's was given to us by fucking uh, Tim Faust or that's stickers from Tim. These are from Rory or whatever. Like I know all this stuff. Katie was like counting out every sticker that she gave to people. I'm like, just reach. Don't slow yourself down that much. Just pinch and grab. Yeah. Like, but it is, you don't know. Like, and, and if it's not spelled out, I'm not giving away anything for free. If it's not my fucking business, I'm not giving away anything for fucking free. Exactly. And, you know, again, if there was a sign in the back that says, give the customers all the pickles they want, then that would be one thing, which there is a business in town that does that. There's Katzinger's Deli. They'll give you all the pickles you fucking want if you're in there. Right. Eating inside the store when times are normal. And, uh... They probably got a sign that says, hey, don't bother people when they're getting all the pickles. Right. You know? But this place obviously had a button on the cash register for extra fucking pickles. And that's. Oh. That's Bob's fault. <laughs> that's Bob's fault. Take care of the customer. No matter what happens in our business and we hear something going on, somebody says, well, should we do it? Give him the pickle. Give him the pickle became the rallying cry of Bob's company, impacting the way every employee treated every guest who came through their doors. Really? I doubt What about you? Think you have no pickles to give away? Do you have any pickles? We, We do give pickles away. We do. Because, like... I know for a fact with our show, it's always just like if if it's easier just to give somebody something for free, we can do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> always. I'm- I give away. I mean, we give away free shit all the time. I I do not mind giving away free stuff. I would I would love to give all of it away for free. 
No, I, I agree also. It's like, oh, uh, oh, you ordered a long sleeve shirt to Canada and it costs $18. I'll pay I'll pay $18 to get it back to me and then I'll send you the 18 I'll pay $18 to send you the long sleeve. I'll spend <laughs> fucking $48 in shipping to get my uh to to make nothing on this. I mean, it is better it, it, what he's saying if, if it wasn't so cutesy and it wasn't coming from the owner of a place is like a way to do it, things. He's right. I mean, he's absolutely right uh, in that, like, if you are just trying to extract money from people, they're just going to get their money extracted and leave. You really do have to develop a relationship with the people that are buying stuff from you. And if you ever expect somebody, if you, if someone just walked into you, I just saw a fucking restaurant today that's charging, it's a place called Just Eggs. And they're oh, charging $7 for an egg and cheese sandwich. Yeah. Which is bullshit. But if I walk in there and I buy this sandwich and I say, can I get this extra thing? If you ever want to buy a fucking another $7 sandwich, you got to give me that thing. Yeah. The egg sandwiches are like, they're, you trying to convince me that the fucking bread right. costs fucking four, because bread's cheap too. You're probably putting it on the cheapest bread. Oh, I've seen just eggs. I got so mad. I just found about them today. Did you start cursing about it? I was so oh, annoyed. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I, I joined sandwich connoisseurs. You know them? No, I didn't, but I there's, might. There's a sandwich connoisseurs of Columbus, and it's people that just talk about new sandwiches in town. And someone was complaining about this bologna sandwich that's a $7 bologna sandwich. And then someone was like, Have you seen the $7 egg sandwich yet? $7. Yeah, that's nothing. It does not cost that much to live here. In Chicago, I'm sure they're $7. Here, they do not have to be $7. No, eggs are three. Ninety nine for twelve of them. The gr- the brown ones too. I mean, yeah, I buy the brown ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I buy brown buying- cage free three ninety nine right. eggs. You can get, and they aren't buying those. They, they better, aren't buying the brown eggs. They better the squeeze the goddamn chicken onto the grill. They're not doing that though. You know what they're doing? They're yeah. buying the cheapest eggs and the cheapest bread that they can get that looks fancy. And they know? think they got some special way to make it that we ain't seen before. I've been having this conversation. Of, we are so behind, but I've been having this conversation with. We can talk about this on the other show, actually, because it is interesting. I'll, I'll write it down. Think again. We all do. Up next, Bob introduces the first pickle principle of excellent service. And the he shares a story principle. about a garbage collector who gives away pickles. You heard Ew. that right. A garbage what? I talk to companies all over the world. No matter where I go, I always find that successful companies and successful employees have mastered the same four things when it comes to taking care of customers. Yeah. The first thing they do is give away pickles. You know They what? make people happy. In other words, they've made serving others. Well, I worked at Discover Card doing collections. You, did you give people a pickle? Oh, plenty of them. Yeah, give a lot. I of never had away. an employee. I, as soon as I knew how many pickles I could get away, they got the whole barrel. Yeah, <laughs> like I was definitely yeah, I was down for that. Uh, when I when I did collections, I worked in this over limit department, and it was just disgusting because there was people with two thousand dollar credit cards that had seven thousand dollar balances on them, just because there was a thirty five dollar over limit fee put on their account every single month for like the last five years. So what I would do is I would say, how about you set up $25 payments with me today? And for every $5 payment, I can deduct a $35 over limit fee. Oh. So I get a hundred bucks. I get a hundred bucks from them, and that would count as a hundred dollar payment on like my stats. But I would also, you know, give away fuck $1,400 or whatever that is. 20 times 35 bucks. That's smart. That is fucking smart. It's a pickle. I spoke to a bunch of garbage men. They brought me in to speak. This guy thinks it's hilarious that people are garbage men, is what it sounds like. The way he keeps saying it. Like, can you believe it? These guys, they work with garbage. Dimwits, strong backs, don't got a lick of sense in them. But they they started handing out pickles. People wanted customer service. Dirty pickle. I gave the talk. They gave me a big hand. They loved it. Da 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 da. And after them, I told the guy, the comes garbage up, he says, Mr. man, Farrell, pickles. I love your story about the pickle. I said, Well, thank you. He said, We give pickles away all summer. I'm thinking, garbage truck, pickles. This guy's got it screwed up. I said, What do you mean you give pickles away? Okay. He says, We start lawnmowers. 
What? what? We sell lawnmowers. What do you what? mean? What? Well, my son and I, we drive around. He helps me in the summertime. And we see somebody up on... Whose son helps him pick up? Come on. Well, this motherfucker said his son... You don't know garbage man culture. I know that they're... <laughs> Not allowed to bring their sons to work to help out. <laughs> I bring my son to work at the at the Department of Sanitation. I mean, before 1990, you could. 80. There's no way they could have, my dad could have taken me to, if he had a garbage job, he could have taken me. He couldn't even take me to his computer job. Mm-hmm. 80. What's the cutoff for Dane taking your kid to work? Is it 80, 80 or 90? Probably 70. Let really. us know in the comments. 80. On that lawn, cranking away. We stopped the truck, go up there, and we stopped the lawnmower for them. We can stop any lawnmower ever made. <laughs> How were they that? I see. This is an old timey thing. This is there's no way because they all have primers on them now. Is this pre primer or something? I don't know what's going on. Like, I you press a little buddy. You press a little button. That's the primer. Yeah, yeah. I think these are. This must be like a 1955 type thing where they're the the they weren't that easy to start. People I don't can't know. start a lawnmower. Who could not start a lawnmower? Millennials. That's true. They can't start these lawnmowers. You got it. That's the pickle. Although the lawnmower with the pool start, we could do better. You know? We could definitely do better. It's electric now. Yeah, I know. Everything went electric. We should have. Yeah, that's good. Oh, this music. Starting lawnmowers, double bagging, free Wi-Fi. Umbrellas for an unexpected rain shower. With a little imagination, you can come up with all sorts of extra special things you can do to make your customer happy. Like what? That's your pickle. And it's the no. first pickle principle. My pickle is my penis. Full. Make serving others your number one priority. That, oh. that sounds like Christianity to me or something. It sounds like uh, communism, though, too. Yeah, that's really. true. That doesn't sound like... That sounds... The first pickle principle sounds like communism. Serve others. Yeah, but I guess the Lord not, or something. Yeah, it might be more. But serve if you said others serve others, Karl Marx. Yeah, if you said serve others, and all of our job is to serve others. Yes, that's good. Yeah, right. That's communism. Everybody, make a big circle. Scratch the back that's in front of you. Yes. Next, <laughs> Bob shares his ideas on what giving away pickles might look like in other professions. Okay. What about porn? porn? What is that extra or special thing you do to make people happy? That's your pickle. Maybe it's walking the customer to the item they're looking for instead of just pointing. I like that. Do you? I hate it. I I want a point. I actually would like them to tell me the point and then tell me, you know, turn right, turn left. I don't even care. I'll get it wrong because I do bad with right and left. I still... Would rather them just point me. I don't want to walk with you. I do not want that. Yeah. Well, I'm a madman. I'm probably public enemy number one. Uh, please, once again, feel free to send me any critiques and chew me out if you like. Um, the first thing I do when I go to the store is just find somebody to find this stuff for me. Because I think it's silly to walk around. Like, if I go to a new gigantic store and I'm looking for something, I think I don't want to look down all the aisles. And I know there's somebody here that knows where it's at. Now, there has been a change. I feel like in the last five years, they started making them walk everybody yeah because now when i ask they go to themselves and they're like shoulders kind of drop and they put their rf gun and they're like here let me let me let me show you where it's at and they always walk me over which i don't feel was the case i think that's new i think they're very desperate to keep you in the store and i think they're telling them like you have to treat this person like they're a very special guest because i do i i don't remember that i I do remember them just being like it's like it's over there it's around there yeah i like that i like that it's like it's just aisle 12 you know i remember when i worked at kroger They they quizzed us at the end of training, not all the time, but they quizzed us on what aisle certain things were in. Yeah. Because we were supposed to know what was in it's good. which you aisle. Yeah. You know? And they you people would be like, where's the baking? So you'd be like, aisle four. You just fucking, yeah. you know, you can count, right? One, two, three, four. It's that aisle right there. I'm not going to walk there with you. What, you want me to hold your fucking hand? That's it. <laughs> 
that's the Brian grocery store. It's that hold on to the pickle. <laughs> yeah. You've got a pickle. Don't let that customer get it. They're going to try <laughs> to take it from you. They're going to take you on a long walk somewhere, and all of a sudden, you're going to come back to your workstation. Your pickle's gone. It's like Austin Powers mojo. Anytime yes. I have to help somebody, you, you knock my mojo down just a little bit more. <laughs> oh, my God. Four people asked me to take them to the sporting goods today. Yeah. But, you know, last last comment. Just because I have I worked at Myers, which is a huge, like, Walmart-esque. Uh, they got groceries. And, Walmart before Walmart, really. Yeah. In Ohio. I mean, yeah. Walmart was around. But but they, have, they had, like, fucking groceries and... Uh, everything else including pets yeah um but i uh you know and people have said this too like you know if you create mindless work for the employees does it like do they mind that and i never did like like when people like when you say if oh if you launch your cart all the way to the end of the walmart parking lot the cart person actually doesn't mind walking all the way out there. It no, extends their time away from their boss, away from their workplace. And I think that's the same as that, like, I would be standing there next to some boxes, just like running, just pretending like I was scanning stuff in case my boss came by. Because I had all of, I had 45 minutes of work to do in like six hours. Yeah. So it's just stretching it out. And that becomes a prison. Yeah. Like when you're just trying to waste time, it's just like, whew, I guess I'll just, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll think about, I'll read this. I'll think about that. And it's like two minutes past. If you go on a walk with a customer, you can sometimes, you know, pass the time. It's just with a customer. It though. is with a customer. That's the problem. It's like, you got to be gracious. It's like for walking what? with a bomb to me. Right. <laughs> like it could go back. Walking with a bomb with a lit fuse. This person's going to say something. I get, you know, because uh, my, my feelings about dealing with customers like that is like the unequal power balance. I, I hate it. And I hate being in that situation. It's what I've always said about growing up. Right. Is that like, I hated being a kid because adults had power over me. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I hated working You're right. in customer service because customers have power over me. And I hate that fucking feeling. I right. hate that asymmetrical kind of relationship that I have with people. And you know what? If you tell them they're a fucko for saying something racist or bigoted or homophobic or misogynist, your boss is going to come over and give them the pickle and fire your ass. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe it's a handwritten thank you on every order shipped out to the customer. Maybe instead of just delivering their food, patients get a menu so they can order what they want when they want it. The trick is to find out what the customer. What in the fuck is he talking about? Instead of about? delivering, so it's like <laughs> we sell egg sandwiches for we deliver egg sandwiches every single day. Instead, they hand you a menu that just says egg sandwich on. They're like, "What would you like to have to eat?" <laughs> oh, oh, I'm in charge. I'm really in charge of my destiny here. He's talking. <laughs> what situation were you delivering food without them knowing? In fucking World War Two. Yeah, they would deliver like a loaf of bread and some. Bologna, and that was beans. what you lived on. <laughs> a tin of beans and Archie bar. <laughs> well, can I pick? I mean, my family's not too keen on the beans. We'll take some extra scrapple, though. <laughs> he came up with a real fucking problem that doesn't exist. <laughs> this guy. I'm always delivering food without asking. People are like, what if I got to choose? I'm saying, that's a pickle. <laughs> Sounds like a pickle. Isn't pickles are. <laughs> I'll write a menu. <laughs> I'll write a menu up. Yeah, what I'm going to deliver to you. <laughs> It's more like a notice of delivery. <laughs> Once, make sure they get it. That's the pickle. We all have customer stories. Some good. All bad. Some bad. Every last one Next, bad. Bob talks about a few companies that don't always do a very good job giving away pickles. Okay. Okay. Yeah, who could it be? Cable companies, probably, right? There's a lot Let's of change your name. Don't to give pickles away. Okay. What are the worst of banks? Yes. They yeah. are the no, worst. Yes. A bank. This, he's about to give us some shit. He's, we're about Get him, Bob. Get him, Bob. Go we for don't, it. We don't want your magnets. We don't want your fucking pens. We don't want none of this shit. Just stop charging me for having my money here. <laughs> Windows 7 closed. <laughs> and they got these ropes up like this. 
We've all been to Disneyland. We know it takes 11 minutes to get on the Mediterranean pirate ride. No, we don't. Mediterranean. I was doing pirates of the Mediterranean. Pirates That's what they had. Is that what they had first? He also said pirate, like uh, Charlie from What's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> pirates of the Mediterranean. Pirates of the Mer- Mediterranean. Yeah, you're gonna find out something about him later on that's gonna blow your mind with him saying that. Just that it may be a job that he may have had back in the day when he first started work. Okay. In the bank the other day, I had to sign a piece of paper. I said, can I have a pen? I don't have a pen. I got to sign it. She says, yes. She hands me a pen on a chain. It's a Brett joke. It doesn't even go where I'm going. This is my old joke. I said, why do you have pens on chains? Oh. She said, people steal them. I said, so what? And I ripped it right off the wall. Still got it. <laughs> This guy was on what? Carson? Is this a Carson routine? This is on. That is honestly, I'm embarrassed to say that was uh, definitely a joke I had. Uh, you did it in a funny way. Well, it was a part of. It was a com- comparing the check cashing places versus the bank. Where it like is. when you go to the check cashing facility, they're like, "Here's a little notepad. You can put your groceries on it. Make lists. Here's a, a handful of fucking pens." But when you go to the bank, they think you're going to steal it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I was th- when I said bank earlier, I was thinking of the check cashing place. Let yeah. them steal them. Use it for advertising. For crying out loud, she's going for the phone. Nine one one. I know it. I know. No. 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 This no, guy's no, going no, I'm sorry, off. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. I have no right yelling at you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just tell your bank manager to have a sign made for every teller's window, and the sign reads, "You are a thief, and we know it." Okay. All right. <laughs> that seems like Customers not a pickle. Thieves. They're not distractions. I felt that Customers way. Give us everything we want. I think I'm a Bob. Bo- I'm a Bob. I'm I'm for Bob now. So far. Yeah. Well, now he's saying customers aren't thieves or distractions, which customers definitely distract you from doing more fun stuff, which is not serving customers. Oh, and then a certain amount of them are thieves. <laughs> yeah. Not anything yeah. wrong with that, but it's just if we're doing the numbers, they're stealing from you too. Yeah. Buy our next car for us. They pay our rent. They tell us what to put on the menu. They tell us what to order next time. They tell us how to succeed. I don't need that. So who are they? I don't want They're that. They're the boss. Oh, they know why like we are that. here. It's true. Do you really think that? Because that's the second key to great customer service. Attitude. How you think you got about some fucking attitude. is how you treat them. They're the boss. Whether they look like a boss or not. You know what? That makes that sense. Ha- I mean, doing podcasting, we chose the best boss. Yes. We did choose the best the boss. The listeners are good bosses. Tens of thousands of strangers on the internet who thinks that we're their best friend. Yes. Yes. That is good. <laughs> Have the right attitude about our job or who we're serving, we can forget that the customer is the boss. Up next, I don't forget Bob that shares the story of an employee who didn't recognize the boss. Oh, no. Oh, My granddaughter. Shit. Graduates junior high. Her and about 35 kids saved the money, worked hard, babysat, you name it. They made enough money to fly from Portland, Oregon to New York City, Boston, Washington, D.C. What? Do the historic route. Damn, this is How much money was that? Yeah, that's that, expensive. That sounds incredible. That's not possible. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I cannot work enough hours at an ice cream shop to buy a ticket to fucking New York City to Boston. New York City. No, Ohio Boston, to New York to Boston. Then it would be New York City from Portland they- to New York to Boston to Washington, D.C. And what, from what we know about him, this is uh, when this happened, this is when you would get like a fucking cheeseburger and a pack of cigarettes when you got a plane ticket, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. There was amenities. There was lots of pickles on the planes back then. Yeah. First airplane ride, first time out of town. And she came home, and we had a little party. So Junior make a little celebration. We said, Elizabeth, yeah. how was it? Did you have a good time? Oh, Grandpa, it was great. I said, what'd you like best? Oh, the show's in New York. And then Boston was going to the and, and then she said, Grandpa, do you ever travel on American Airlines? I said, boy, very seldom. Oh. Very seldom. She said, oh, that's good. They're mean. What? I said, what do you mean they're mean? She says, well, we got off in Chicago and we had time, so we all got out and looked around and we caught back on and we lost our tickets. We didn't know where we were sitting. And they got really upset. And I heard one of the stewards turn to the other young lady. She said, bunch of dumb brats. 
What am I going to do with a giant airline or any airline to insult Buddy, you a whole don't bunch understand the airline. On their first flight. Some people say, oh, I won't hurt anything. No. They won't. Her grandfather Not told over 20,000 people that story. <laughs> don't care. They still fucking don't care. They have a monopoly on certain parts of the country. And yeah. totally unavoidable. Yeah. It's like yeah. saying I won't use BP gas. That's a yes. fine airline. They do a good job. So what was the problem? Oh, now he's saying 20, it's a fine airline. over 20,000 people to hear that story. One employee having a bad day with mm -hmm. a bad attitude. I like That's all it yep. takes. Never forget that you are the face of your company to every customer you come in contact with. Which, oh, that's good advice because you can sabotage that. A few years yeah. ago, it was unusual for a poor customer service story to reach the ears of 20,000 people. True. Now, of course, it's easy. Today, although easy, something customer, happened in like, boss, to like my the family, they would Facebook, tell every single Twitter, person in the world. And other social media outlets. A story of one employee having a bad day can go viral reaching thousands of potential customers in a matter of hours. So, what can we do to make our customers happy when we're having a bad day? Oh, um, I can imagine. Um, get them high? I, Take them out and get them high? <laughs> I mean, what What you gotta do, I mean, you basically, this is what I do to my wife, when she's you know, uh, in the bathroom or, you know, putting, taking some, putting some toner on or something, and you just go, hey, Fucking sorry, I'm being a fucking asshole. <laughs> That's how you give him the pickle. <laughs> That's how you give him the pickle. You just walk up to this kid and say, hey, fucking sorry, I'm being a fucking asshole. I'm just like, today's just been like so, ugh. Wow. There's nothing fucking going right. You know, I don't feel like I know what's going on. It's the minutes are just bleeding together. You should just unload all of your emotional baggage on any customer that you have any sort of disagreement with. I think that's good advice, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's honest. It gets it all in the open. It is. That is good advice. Bob has a few ideas. We're in show business. No, we're not. The well, curtain's we, up. They walk into our now, businesses. We're barely in show business. What they see is what they get. We're in show business. He plays a bigger audience. I had the greatest opportunity to work in Disneyland before I opened my first restaurant. See, did you hear that? What did he say? He he. I had the greatest opportunity. I worked at Disneyland. Um, so he worked at Disneyland, and he called it Pirates of the Mediterranean. <laughs> he fucking forgot. He <laughs> they don't hire. They cast. Let's say they need a street sweeper, and you're interviewing. They'll say, uh, I'd like you to play the part of a street sweeper. Now, this street sweeper is a happy guy or gal. Or non-binary pal. Yeah. Uh, he loves little children. Loves it. Oh, can't wait. I don't Can like that. that yeah. He loves to answer stupid questions all day. Hey. Can you play a role? Yeah, I can play that. Fine, you're yeah, going to play the part of a street sweeper. And you see, that's what life is, I think. Sometimes we just have to play the role because we feel so lousy. What? 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 No, that is so shallow. What are you doing, Bob? This pickle's not very deep. No. You got about, you don't got much pickle here. No. So you just go... I'm a chimney sweep, I am. That's what he wants you to do. And yeah. you just walk down the street, and then when people ask you stuff, you answer. Yes. But so yeah. you just walk around and pretend that you are the thing that you say you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you need to just be. Put on a mask. Only a waiter. You're a waiter. Only though. I'm a waiter. I wait I'm a waiter. on. I don't do I anything. I serve else. you in the name of Christ. Uh, <laughs> I serve you. I serve the customer. I wait. I, I like. You know what? It's like my my home life is boring. I come here for the excitement. I just love to have like a 19 top come in, you know, and without any notice after I'm being slammed with tables. And everybody I tell believes that, too. Yes. Like everybody I talk to, everybody. they know that when I come, when I say, hey, you're a valued cus customer, they believe it when I, I say it because I'm telling the truth. I'm going to say I, I do small talk with with uh, waiters and stuff. I don't think that they're that interested, but I don't they're try. Not. I don't ask them to like 
tell me they're having a i know i don't ask i don't require them to say they're having fun or a good time yeah like i just am open funny if you did open to conversation but when you go with other families and friends or in-laws or you know significant others and you watch them getting worked over by waiters and waitresses it's uh fucking funny it is actually also funny like that like i i know my stepmom is like a miserable like customer you know what i mean yeah and like uh uh they will like if if the if the employee isn't like super jovial and working for yes, them working then as soon as they walk away they're like ugh you didn't even laugh at your joke like that right. kind of mad you know yeah. where it's like they would never win there's no there's a certain type of customer where like you can never win you there's yeah. not enough pickles to give them yep you know? yeah <laughs> they don't even want a pickle they want something else they want anything else other than what you can give them yeah, they're like, uh, you know, the pecan salmon, I just love. It's my favorite dish. And then when they walk away, they're like, they're fucking lying. Yeah. Don't eat that. Yeah, they like bro- broccoli rob <laughs> instead. This motherfucker is a broccoli rob head if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I have to admit something. Okay. A lot of you been to Pharaoh's. We used to sing happy birthday to every kid that came in on his birthday. And they lied. They came in anyway. My birthday anyway. But we didn't care. That's, Nobody came along. That's the best. That is that's the most fun team prank. Birthday, 187 times one day. The you best. want your kids to do fucking drugs or fake their birthday at restaurants? Yeah, pick one. <laughs> pick. <laughs> Quick, you got ten seconds. <laughs> But I did both, to be fair. Yeah, we did it too. Uh, we would always try to get coupons or, you know, birthday. Always a Sunday. Let's hear how this story plays out, and then we'll wrap up, and we'll uh, get out of here. I haven't done, man, I haven't done it forever. We should we should do that. You just pick somebody and just tell the waiter it's a birthday, and then everybody just pitches in, and then they try to say it's not, and then you're like, oh, it's such a good curve. If you did that to one of our friends, <laughs> yeah, they I would know. be seriously hot about it. I know. I think that's right. Because they're so like, mm, yeah, you know. What if mm, I get caught? What yeah. if I'm on Inst- What if I'm on TikTok? What if, what if the waiter waiter's on TikTok? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a double shift on a Saturday. I was tired, was about ready to close. Five minutes before closing, the family walks in, little boy runs up, they knew who I was, you know. Mr. Fowler, it's my birthday. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's true. A lot of times, kids will know the owners of the ice cream store. Yeah, usually. <laughs> First of all- You shove, shove, give him a pocket full of pickles. If you fucking show up, I'm gonna let him finish this. And then, uh, and then I'm gonna say this because this is this is the bent. This is one of the biggest parts of my ideology that exists, and you've even been. Like, I know. Yeah, I felt like saying, "Who cares?" <laughs> you can't do that. You see, he doesn't know I worked all day. Yeah, he does. And his mother and father really don't care because this is his birthday. This is his special day, and he don't care what my special day is. So we sang happy birthday to him like we haven't ever sang it before. What'd you do that for? And your customers are the same way. They don't care that you and your boyfriend have just had a big problem. You got problems well, at they home. Should, you don't even though. feel good. You they got a should. headache. You party too much. They don't care and they don't they want to see they it. They should. We're in show business. No, that yeah, I, we're not actually. I don't I think we should show more care and concern. The problem with this world is we show zero care and concern for the folks that make our lives easier. For the people that scoop our ice cream and make our birthday special, we show zero care or concern. Yes, and he's saying like that's the They don't want to see that. Reality they, you have to operate under too. They you know, know you're th- struggling, honey, but they want to see a show. Yeah. They want to see some goddamn razzmatazz. <laughs> if a fucking, I'm going to tell you this. If I owned a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I had some employees, my staff. One of the things I would teach them in training is if somebody walks in that door five minutes before close, you can call them a piece of fucking shit and tell them never to come back to this establishment because mm-hmm. you do not do that. You never, I know we're not going to restaurants right now. Pretend this is further down the line. You do not ever fucking do that. I don't do it for the last hour. I leave an hour buffer. Basically, if a place closes at eight, they close at seven to Brian Quinby. That's just the way it is. 
Because I fucking, I know how it feels to get all your side work done, to get the pizza oven cleaned out and to get all of the scrape the grill veggies cut for tomorrow and everything's put together and everything's clean wipe around the lids of the dressing yeah and you're just waiting for that fucking clock to change over and some piece of fucking human shit walks into chuck e cheese five minutes before it's about to close and says oh my god i just i'll never fucking forget dude staying at work for an extra fucking hour while this family played alone at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday night at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Just fucking sitting in the back. They don't notice, right? No. They're they're like, this is fucking great. We're the only people at the fucking Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm just fucking losing my we're all like standing in the kitchen picking out the little slot in the windows like yeah fucking piece of fucking shit sit down you piece of shit like we um we used to when i worked at as a teen at uh planet hollywood uh all-star cafe there was a movie it was in a mall so there was a movie theater so sometimes those movies would get out and we would try to stay open to scoop people up but people we would be like oh the dining room closes at 11 p.m i'm like well it's 10 55 it's 10:55. but they would be the same thing we, we'd like everybody would be in the back like fuck just screaming fuck i was supposed to do something i was supposed to do this or that They're like why are we here again They're like because they won't leave and then it would be us like our heads all stacked up around the corner watching a table and it comp- like and we would be so passive like so passive aggressive all the lights would be turned off except for their table yeah and all the silver would be rolled the chairs would be on the table and they would be sitting there having the best time of yeah. their life had no idea we were mad had no concern for us just fucking chopping shit up just like well i don't know i could i could get a dessert maybe i guess uh if, if you if you got some cheesecake left over you haven't all thrown it all out yet have you <laughs> you're fucking digging your fingernails into your <laughs> fist and like kicking things over in the back fucking god damn it yeah <laughs> And then I got to do the goddamn dishes after they leave. And this, it was always so, oh my God. They said this burger was raw. (laughs) You got to refire. You got to refire on the burger. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my God. People that come in at the end of the shift. I I don't think there's a single listener to this show that will be like, that's okay. I have a a significant amount of uh, understanding of what other people's situations are and what I'm requiring of them or like asking. And uh, yeah, I mean, I will go for takeout stuff. I probably will go in the last hour, not five minutes, not in the last half. Like whenever, whenever it's, I'm like, it's 930. I'm like, BB Bot closes at 10. I'm like, we can't go. You know, we we can't go. That's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's because it's closed. To you. It's closed. It's closed to you, a decent that human is being. There, that is there for people that got there at 9.15 to wrap up their <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's for the people that were in line at 9.27. Yeah, that's who that's for. That's... <laughs> There needs to be a time. There does need to be. There needs to be like a new customers, and then like when the dining room closes, maybe it's That's too confusing. The dining room closing is intent. That when you would say the dining room is closing, that was intended to be like get the fuck out, go leave, right? But the people. I don't know. Would Maybe they grew up rich and never had to work anywhere or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know how you get you. Know, yeah, if you never had to do the job, you don't know how bad it is. I guess. Yeah, but it would be great at like to have at 10 p.m. Be like, all right, everybody, and just someone just have like the staff come up and grab your fucking plate off the table and just kind of <laughs> open the door for you and help you out and like hand you your fucking plate as yeah. they escort you out. I mean, a fucking ever- alarm goes off and like alarm just goes off super loud until everybody leaves. And you're getting screamed at for. Bus- the table. Yes. You ever had that? Yeah. Where it's like, what are you trying to kick me out of here? And it's like, yes! <laughs> That's exactly what I'm fucking doing. I, I do other things other than work at the All-Star Cafe. I have to close this play. I like this has to be clean and done. I you I, I'm sorry. You're this is norm this is what I normally do. This I fill the ketchup bottles after we close and it is actually after we close right now. So that's what I have to do. And again, people who never had to work in the restaurant industry uh because i know people that never had to work in the restaurant industry that just like somehow got out of it a lot of people make food service they're like 
that's like their cutoff. They're yeah, like, they're, I ain't fucking doing food service. Right. I'll, I'll fucking hump boxes. I'll roof. I'll do anything. I just, I don't want to work with food. I think like that is true that like there are a lot of customs that those people are, are like totally not picking up on one being closing. Right. I think that like, if you never worked in a restaurant in your life, I don't even think you know what closing means. Like Maybe. what is closing? They think that. You keep it fairly clean, and at the end of the day, you fucking lock all the doors and you go home. But it's not that. There's like a list of procedures you have to do. And then, God forbid, Ecolab's coming through, which is, I don't know if you ever had Ecolab. They like come through and they do, uh, uh, they, they like come and spray for like rats and roaches and shit. And you have to fucking cover everything everything, and move everything. And it's just like, Oh my fucking God. An eco lab night Uh, at Chuck E. Cheese. It was the worst nights. Parents without partners. Eco lab night. Those are the two (laughs) worst nights in the fucking world, man. Yeah. Parents without partners were. Oh, I don't I want to party there. (laughs) That sounds like a, (laughs) that sounds like a wild time. It was just there were a lot of them and uh-huh. a lot of kids, and uh, they were not particularly nice, sure. you know. But it was just such stressful a busy. It was like a busy one Tuesday of every month, uh, and it was just like, oh my god, not on a Tuesday. Tuesdays are like, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at Chuck E. Cheese right. are like those are the days I go in and I. You know, I they're paying they're paying me to do nothing to yeah. listen to the newest corn album. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we got the pickle. I think we got the pickle, Brett. That's the pickle? From Bob Farrell, the customer service wisdom of Bob Farrell. <laughs> Bob uh, Farrell. I mean, whatever, Bob. You know, I, I didn't I mean, like it, but there are things that you said that are okay. It's just the dehumanization of the the workers, the, the dehumanization of customer service workers that drives me crazy. It just ain't that stuff. Yeah. Is that you'll lose me every time when you say people don't care that you're fighting with your boyfriend. Yeah. Well, people should fucking care yeah. about that. People that, you know, ideally your boss should care about that. Right. The, the motherfucker that is making, you, making you do this and making you smile for people should ideally care about that. But they don't. Yeah. Bob owner of a fucking ice cream parlor yeah the problem with the the problem with the the um the motivational speaker thing is like it's something to be it's something to aspire to be you know it sounds wonderful you know you know i'm serving these people i'm here and i'm performing for them because i want to provide the best it's like that's because you own 150 ice cream shops (laughs) it's very easy to have that attitude about anything honestly you should have never come it makes you look like a piece of shit for complaining about that kid's birthday i know because that you have made tons of money on those kids birthdays absolutely you're the only person that should do it everybody else should have been like well bob's here he owns the fucking place he can do the overtime (laughs) yeah you're the only person in the store that can't be mad and it is you know like it is it is aspirational but it has it's not uh real life this is just this is one of those things where it's like if you're not willing to act and perform 24 7 like this is the best job you've ever had and you love it then something's wrong with you and you're broken or like you know uh you just have a bad attitude and people not everybody can do this and nobody making nobody doing service work should be doing any sort of performing no i'm just what do you want on this sandwich and and uh where are you going to see sit? I'll take it to you. Yeah, don't call it show business because I ain't fucking trying to get a job in show business. I'm not a show business fucking person. Once again, also, show business money, big show business. I mean, show business money isn't shit. We know that. Well, but uh, like big show business, if, if I so pay me a, a sandwich artist pay and then pay me like a performer at Disney's pay two pays in one for two jobs. And I'm doing here. If you want me to come in and say, oh, I'd love to make you the best sandwich you've ever had in your life today at Subway, sir. And show business is a brutal business. Oh, my God. Ideally, you don't want everybody in the world to think they're working in a brutal business. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, uh, that was fun. Um, our partners are enjoying a birthday. 
currently. So uh, we'll see you later. Fuck Bob Farrell. Listen to Street Fight. Subscribe on the Patreon, please. Uh, help us out. We need it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio to get access to bonus content. If you want to listen to more of what we got, I mean, there's hundreds of bonus shows. There's like 30, 30 zines on there. There's 50 some videos you can watch. So if, if you haven't gone on to Patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio, it's not just one extra show a week. It's a huge library of stuff that you can sort through and and watch and we'd love for you to uh help us spread this mess across the u.s so if you can if it's you've been thinking about it you're not sure you're hemming and hawing about it uh go get the cheese go get that patreon subscription for street fight radio we will see you when we're back peace